This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. As we start another hour on another day. A lot to do. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy, they've done the job of warming everything up. With the kickoff hour, they're here. Eddie Van Adler joins us. Uh, the YouTube experience begins live and archived for you again today. Uh, so he is here. Uh, the first installment in 2023 of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, will be recorded today and out this weekend. Going to be kind of a funny, interesting topic we'll get to do to kind of get the year rolling. I've always wondered about this, but... So we'll cover that. Stories of the day within the, the individual lives of the men who do the program all the way out to, to what's happening uh, in our country and even around the world if necessary. And there he sits, the silver-tongued one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Baba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome into the little party. We could call it a campfire yeah, this could. time of we year. Could. Of Rick and Bubba. Start that fire. life rick i just i tell you what i really don't have any problems i haven't brought on myself by something stupid i did in advance that, you know what right there there it is there's rick and bubba life coaches in about what 10 seconds <laughs> you know and i've got to the point now that when something just completely absurd jumps up in front of me i just have to laugh at it yeah i go well you know what uh-huh. I, I really didn't expect anything less no you know well so. you know you don't you never start thinking you have something yeah i mean it's, it's like president biden you know we found more uh classified documents now that have been uh yeah. you know mishandled. another, uh, another batch and but you know he's a good person he he's is not a good well, person. really no Great. he he's a plagiarist we know that we know he had that. to drop out running for president one time so enjoys you know we're in one of those situations again we've got to decide as a uh you know as an electric, um, what do we do with presidents that mishandle classified documents, either while they are a president or as a post-president? And yeah. then we apply it to everybody. I'm go. good with that. Then we go. Aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I, we've been saying I mean, if Biden and Trump years. both need to go to jail, send them to jail. Send them, everybody go. And if it ain't no big deal, don't worry about it. 
Yeah, what we can't. Well, do, we got all these classified documents laying around anyway. What we can't do is say you did something. I don't like you. You're going to jail. You did the same yeah, thing, but I like you. You're not because you're on my team, and I like you. Right. We also have uh, some other political news, Rick. I mean, it's just mind-boggling to me, and th- this is one that's heavy <clears throat> and deep, and all this. Um, you know, we were we were talking with uh, Congressman Jerry Carl earlier this week about the Born Alive Act, which mm. said basically. Uh, no matter how you feel about abortion uh, and, we got and all of that, if if the baby is born alive, you have to take care of it. Yeah. And we had 210 Democrats vote against that. Unbelievable. How? <laughs> I think when there so two, you're, you're two just, voted present, everybody else voted no. Right, right. 210 voted against it. Wow. So, I mean, how do you... Do you hear what you're voting? How, how, how do you, how do, you do that? How do you vote? And it, again, this has there nothing... There should be no party lines th- in that. Yeah, this has nothing to do with how you feel about abortion or where life begins. Once the baby is born and is alive, right. how can you vote for that? You can't vote for that and say anything about Nazi Germany and what they did. Because we're going to be judged the same way. This is ridiculous. Yeah, if somebody would say, you know, why are you voting... For for that, and you know what I would say, even if I was a Democrat, because I don't want to be seen in the future as an animal. Yeah, uh, I'd like murder. I, yeah, right. I don't. I mean, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> right. The fact that this situation could occur that we need to make a law about it tells you what we're doing. Why are we even performing this at that state where right. this could happen? We, we do things like this, and then we can't figure out why our country's in a mess. Why California is just being pounded by weather. It, 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 y'all, do y'all not see the connection? No, there? no. Wait a minute, Ellen didn't. Ellen said it's not that. Anything well, I've got, I got Ellen. news for Ellen. Yeah. Ellen don't see the, the, she can't see the trees for the forest either. Yeah, Babylon B having a blast with that. By the way, celebrity, she's who an tra- expert. On Greg, that. celebrity who travels on private jets, collects luxury sports cars, says you're the reason for climate change. That's funny. Uh, that's a good one. Also, another one today. Uh, wake up, everybody! Wake up! More, I pray you wake up. Amen. More Babylon B. Doctors finally admit the best treatment for the flu is the price is right and salt and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you're staying at home watching yeah, TV. Does everybody yeah. remember? We didn't do the story, by the way. We didn't do the story, but you know, M&M's really uh, stood up for women oh, yeah. b- by creating all-female M&M's like that was going to do something. Here's Babylon B. Oppressed Iranian Iranian women finally feeling there's hope thanks to all female M and M's. Thank you. Is that stupid? All this is it's ridiculous. But but back to Bubba's original point, which is much more severe. But this is the thing, Bubba, that I think we have to take away. And 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 casting crowns wrote a song one time called "Slow Fade." Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and I found that with the sin in my own life. It's slow. You start out, see, and I was trying to warn everybody in yesterday's Bible study, the stuff that looks so blatant, that's just a distraction. Where the adversary gets us is subtly. It's subtle. A slight change. Is that what God really said? That's the right. fall of all mankind, that right. phrase right there. Yeah. Is that what he really said? So we started out and we said, there's an argument on where life begins. Remember that? Yep. And, and in those days, you couldn't find anybody that would talk about terminating uh, a pregnancy uh, outside of the first trimester. Right. Then people say, well, now, wait a minute. Second trimester, I mean, can't we give them a little break in the second trimester? Uh, and and then before you know it, it was third trimester. How did we get to that? Mm-hmm. Then it was partial birth. Okay. Now it is the baby has been birthed. So we went from where does life begin, and let's just discuss the first trimester, all the way to if it's accidentally born, just let it lay there and die. 
See, we went from now, we don't even agree that life begins outside the womb if somebody didn't want it. So what age does that actually <laughs> cut off? I mean, what if are you're, we talking let, about? Let me ask you this. If you're a mom, can you just put that off till they start first grade? Well... Well, I mean, you, you say that's ridiculous. Bubba, you know well, where is it? Yeah. Well, is yeah, it? You know, this we're talking about now sounded ridiculous years ago. Well, yeah, think about right. it. Let me tell you where we have gotten. If you have a full-grown child, now you're being told, well, don't declare it's a male or female, you evil person. That, I mean, think uh, of this voting party line. <laughs> we've, lost, vo- we've lost our ever-loving minds. And I both, mean, it's both just sides crazy. do it. This this voting on party lines, but in this situation, how there's no that way was, all two hundred and some of them feel that, that was not right. a political vote. That was a moral vote for for humankind. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. No, that was not a political vote. Sixteen minutes well, past. There's, there's two hundred and ten of them that need to be very thankful their mom didn't make that decision. Yeah, yeah. I had one one thing I was going to say there, and I'm glad I didn't. Uh, we'll be back. Sixteen minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So you heard in the kickoff hour today, and you've heard us many times on the program, talking about being pet owners, uh, the various dogs of Rick and Bubba. You know, we, 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 all of you know there's piles of children uh, all tied to Rick and Bubba, where there's a lot of dogs too. A lot, lot of Rick and Bubba dogs. Uh, and Paul made, P-A-W, Paul made products uh, really have, have been such a, such, a, such a new way to look at the, the longevity uh, of, of our pets. Because, you know, we're talking about, you hear me on the air talking about all the time that our bodies need the right fuel, human beings, uh, to, to perform at peak level. Well, same thing for dogs. Uh, I mean, dogs need nutrition and, frankly, a lot of the foods that we just go out and buy off the shelf, they don't really meet the nutritional needs of our dogs, and that's the reason why many times uh, our dogs are not thriving. Uh, so uh, if, if you would like to find out how to add the supplements to your pet's diet that would give them the nutrition, it's the new longevity formula, we're going to get you a free bottle of Paul Maid's hip and joint formula to go with that as well. So the longevity formula, uh, it, it contains special toxic-fighting nutrients to protect your dog so they can live a long, happy life and you can continue to enjoy them. Uh, include premium-quality superfoods like organic mushrooms and kelp and, and uh, also two kinds of probiotics, and this will help your dog to thrive. So we're getting great reviews on this, and we see the results, so you will too. Go to paulmade.com slash bubba, and we'll get you that hip and joint formula too. And as your dog gets older, a lot of breeds really need that. paulmade.com slash bubba. Bubba, I know you're not allowed to do celebrity deaths. No, no, I've been banned. Uh, yeah, right. It's a self-imposed ban. But I, well, I heard the best of bit when you put the ban on yourself. <laughs> I heard that bit. One of y'all played it. I was riding around over the break. Was it the Pete Van Weeren? <laughs> no, it was uh, it was Bob Denver. Bob Denver. And I started laughing my head off. At Bubba, how you know? Because he got to that place that you like, Greg, where he's where he is. Oh, his, he's he's his own worst critic. Yes, and he shut himself down on celebrity <laughs> deaths, and it was it was really really funny. Uh, but but so a couple of uh, celebrity deaths today. Uh, first of all, and has anybody checked on Adler? Anybody checked on Adler today? See how he's doing? Uh, because I will announce today that Jeff Beck, guitar legend, oh, yeah. uh, is dead at seventy eight. Adler, you okay? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, I'm all right. He's a musician's right. musician. Yeah. He's, he's a musician's what? musician. I never really cared much about it, 
Uh, I mean, uh, I know I know his impact on music, and I know he's considered legendary status. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it like Greg said, birds. mostly musicians love Jeff Beck more than like the person who says, <laughs> "I'd like to play some music today and ride my car." Um, it was. I, I saw. I saw him live, and it was good. He, he, he's, a, he's a good performer. Can, oh, can I ask a question? A little overrated. I, uh, I can tell. Yeah, it was you older. Yes, yes. But that's can, just. Well, how old was it when you saw him? He had me on up there. He was pretty old, but this was a decade ago. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Wasn't he in that famous clip that I have alluded to several times here on the show when Prince? They were doing the uh, tribute to uh, George Harrison. George Harrison, when my guitar gently gently weeps. Yeah. Is he in and, that group back and there? Tom he Petty. Is. Isn't he one of the guys playing on that? Because they had like the so. greatest yeah. guitar players of all time. I'm okay with that, that and I feel comfortable with that. Right. Yeah. So he it would it wouldn't surprise before Prince went nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's just destroyed the stage. <laughs> yeah. But dude, everybody was like, "Wow, buddy, thanks for making yeah. us look bad. We're a bunch of legends up here." Of course, okay. Adler wasn't very impressed with Prince. Either. No, he was. No, 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 no. I'm a Prince guy. Okay. Well, I, sh- I wish I hadn't said that, but I. I, 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 I <laughs> well, you. That's why you like Little Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. No, I really do. Little Sweet. I, I'm a. I, I, I like Prince. I like Prince. All right. Let me say this, Adler. On, on Jeff Beck, because this is really more your area than than Greg on this one, because. It'd be just like Greg did not think that Jeff Beck's all that great. Okay, so and he, there's the face. I saw it. Jeff Beck wasn't in that Prince thing, by the way. I'm okay, so well he should have been. Good. I, I thought he was. Hey, how about this, Bubba? He mm-hmm. should have been. Who was in that? Uh, Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne, Steve Winwood, um, what's his name? Harrison. Oh, George Harrison's That'd be kid. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, and and Prince. Okay. Okay, so I thought Jeff Lynne was Jeff Beck. There you, there you go. There you go. How about Very this? Very close. If Bubba, I'll allow this because of his status and what happened that night. I'll allow you to put Jeff Beck in there, no matter if he was there or not. <laughs> he, uh, he darn well should have been but, in there. But your thought process that he yeah. would have been there was right. I just remember that yeah. clip. You, you know what I'd say it. to you if you were a hunting dog? You were on the right trail. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I, 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 every time I'd see Jeff Beck, guitar, and I was told he was a guitar legend, and I'd watch him play, I, I was like, yeah, he, he's a good guitarist. And, and I like it, but I think I know a lot of people that – like when somebody told me, have you ever seen what Eddie Van Halen can do? When I saw it, I was like, I don't even know what to say to that. Right. Jimi Hendrix, I'm way ahead of my time. Right. Way ahead of my time. You know, and I and I saw the brilliance of them and that they on on their craft that they were doing things with the guitar that people had not done yet. Right? Yes. I never saw that with Jeff Beck. I was like, Yeah, he's a good guitar player. I mean, mm-hmm. is he is he innovative though? Is he changing the landscape of guitar playing? Yeah. Have you uh, seen his documentary? Time. I think it was out in 2019. Uh, I was reading up on that. It's still on the run. Jeff Beck or something. It was so I wouldn't be drawn. I wouldn't be drawn to a Jeff Beck documentary. But you're right. Maybe I should. In that, Shockingly. in that, he pulled out of Woodstock uh, and didn't even tell Rod Stewart that he wasn't going to play or something. They discussed yeah, that. Rod was his singer in the Jeff Beck. Group. And the That's fact right. that he and Jimmy Page were. Um, both in the Yardbirds, but at different time. But they right. knew each other right. since they were kids. He belongs. Yeah. Uh, he belongs there. I just don't fully comprehend why. Yeah, I Is that fair? And we're, he's a little. We're. I know it sounds crazy. We're a little young to really appreciate. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm way. I, that's yeah. a fair. You're statement. way young. I'm way out. Yeah. And then Rick, now during our teenager days, you remember he did the song with Rod Stewart. People, people get, get ready. ready. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I. Remember. And I love hearing him playing that lick. But yeah. but I know a lot of people that could play the lick just as well as he did. You yeah. know, I mean, sure, right. yeah. 
I uh, I wasn't a big I wasn't a big Jeff Beck group guy, and I wasn't a big Yardbirds guy. No, so I, don't you're like asking the wrong person. Let me don't ask like you either this. one of those. When you when you mentioned Jimi Hendrix and you mentioned uh, who was the other Eddie Van Halen, uh, Eddie Van Halen, was it because they did something no one else had done yes. before? Not that they were just a good guitar player. Both. Correct. They, they, they were. They were both. And, right. But I mean, and, uh, is that why they, they stand they out on your correct. list? Yeah. Correct. Okay. You know, there's I, people who play. They're influenced by their style. Right. Well, what I'm saying style. is, these people in history, and they're in all categories. Those people in history that said there was the way the guitar played was played before, before you, them, and, and then, then after, there was the way it was played right. after you changed it. I will yeah. say this: yeah. Jimi Hendrix probably oh, yeah. when he way when he took dis- underappreciated distortion was something people tried to get out of it, right. oh, and yeah. then he said, "No, let's embrace way it." Hey, I'm gonna time. get a lot of feedback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just go nuts. He was also the first one that stopped all the standing there playing. He sets his guitar on fire and. You know all this kind of stuff. So he was another one that ran with people you didn't think that he mm-hmm. would run with. Right. I, I saw was it a documentary on yeah. him mm-hmm. or a, did, did we talk about that show we saw off the air? We did. I'm not sure okay. we did on the air. Okay. I would also like to say this about Jimi Hendrix's life. Um, classic example of get better friends. Uh, let's, <laughs> hey, hey, how about this? Let's look after Jimmy better than we did. Sure. Yeah. We didn't really look after him like we should have. Uh, all right, so Charles Watt, over to sports, has passed away. USC legend, he Heisman was. Trophy winning tailback, and young. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Jeff Beck went in at 78. I, that still feels younger to me than it once did, but 64 feels real young. Yeah, yeah for yeah. a guy who was in great shape. Uh, you know, when I, I think of the USC tailbacks when we were growing up, you, uh, you know, tailback you had Anthony Davis, and, and he was just phenomenal. Ricky and I Bale. thought, well, they'll never, they'll never be able to to match that again. And then here comes Charles Watt, mm-hmm. and and he was spectacular. Ricky Bell, OJ, I mean, they had all kind of people. The, the one that gets me about Charles Watt, and I'm looking at the pictures now, and Marcus I re- and I remember this: that Charles Watt at running back wore exactly the same helmet that I wore playing defensive line. <laughs> yeah. And I always, yeah. thought, I always thought that was odd. And, and you didn't see a lot of number 12s at tailback. Uh, no, Why has the tailback, tailback got a cage on? Yeah. You know, and uh, that's the exact helmet that I wore in high school, and he's wearing it running the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Look how roughed up that helmet is. Yeah. Yeah. Rick, and, do they give any, the lack of padding. Do they yes. give any stats on him? Because he, he had an incredible career. Yeah, yeah. Wait, he won the Heisman. All right, here we go. While finishing his NFL career, with 3,075 yards, so you wouldn't – I didn't even know that. I'm looking for his college. So he, yeah, had a, he, he didn't have a real uh, decorated pro career. Did he get hurt 6, or something? 6,000. Here it is. Tailback, he holds the Trojan record, still holds it, mm-hmm. for career rushing, 6,245 yards. Y'all, that is – that's incredible. That's a lot. You know? And he is <clears throat> he, he died, like y'all said, of cancer. He played nine years in the NFL, Cleveland Browns and the Rams. Um. You know, they lined up in that eye formation, and they'd run that tall sweep. Oh, tall just, sweep. Just sweep mm. you to death, sweep yeah. you right oh, out of the rug. Have, have you ever seen, speaking of that, them breaking down? Because the, the, yeah. legend, the legend of the sweep was from Lombardi. And they said Lombardi mastered the sweep, and he he would everybody started trying to emulate it because he, he, you know, he had that. Th- if you, everybody would just do their job, uh, yeah. we really can't be stopped here. And he, I mean, the way he had the blocking set up, the way he had the whole thing, he loved that sweep. My oh, goodness, he, he loved it. So, uh, so anyway, that's two celebrity um, deaths today. Uh, and Bubba, you got involved without having to bring it up. There you go. Let me. I, I wanted to see the Charles White thing again. What his average was? Oh, like in a carry. season? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, okay, you. The, 
These are uh, – <laughs> now think about it. you got to go 10 yards to get a first down. Uh, his average per rush, Rick, in 1979, his senior year, was 6.2 yards. Unbelievable. I'll take that all day long. Mm-hmm. The lowest he ever had in his four years was his junior year, and it was five yards of carry. Wow. Mm-hmm. Disappointing year. Charles, you're, you're, we're we're going to run on first down now, I can yeah. tell you that. Hey, first down, <laughs> and you can, get on the, you can get on the intercom and tell everybody if you can do that. It goes back to that legendary statement. There were a lot of weeks when USC was on the schedule where the defense coordinator went up to the board and he said, what are we going to do about 12? And, Rick, he averaged over 20 yards a punt return. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big as a number. Thank you for being with us. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up uh, shortly. But right now, we got a Biden update. There we go. Come on. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. You can do it. Well, Peter Ducey uh, got to talk to uh, Jean-Pierre, all this, um, uh, because um, he, he, boy, if there was anybody that enjoyed the inconsistency and hypocrisy of now two sets of classified documents, we now have a new one, Mm -hmm. found in, uh, you know, the think tank office in, in Penn, and now the latest, where were these found? Rick, I, yeah. the story doesn't say. It just they, says they, they were discovered. So there's did, more. Did, I, did y'all see where it was? So uh, the only person that, that's enjoying this more than us is, of course, Peter Ducey. Because now he gets to go to the press gathering, and the press secretary is up there. I mean, she's like a uh, – she's walked into the greenfield, mm-hmm. okay, and he's sitting there ready. And, and he can now say to her – the exact same things they said about Trump, and and to see how she can, right. it, yeah, she's yeah. going to use their own words about Trump, mm-hmm. and he's going to use them about Biden and see if he can get a, the same response. Now, of course, yeah. he's not going to, right? But but, it, but, but I mean, it's it, fun to do. So it, here comes Peter Ducey, and he wants to know uh, how the current administration feels about uh, these documents that have now been found uh, when the president was uh, vice president. Here we go. And then on these documents, how could anyone be that irresponsible? Look, look at the look. Look at the look. It, isn't that what this president says about mishandling classified documents? The president spoke to this personally. He spoke to this personally. He, again, he believes that uh, classified documents and information should be taken seriously. He takes them seriously. Wait a minute, because I don't think... Do it one more time, Adam. Run it again. Watch her face when he says it, Rick. The look. Because this is President Biden's quote about Trump. Right. All right. And then on these documents, how could anyone be that irresponsible? Look, 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 look. Isn't that what this president says about mishandling classified documents? I haven't seen that look since I said to Sherry, I think I'll hunt again today. (laughs) 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 But the the sitting president, when the former president Trump was accused and and uh, of having classified documents and treating them irresponsibly, his quote was, "How can somebody be this irresponsible with these documents?" And now it's discovered that he was just as irresponsible 
And all she said was, well, he takes this very serious. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently not. I mean, if you take it very serious, you know what you probably do? You step down. Uh, well, mm-hmm. he, he hasn't had his home raided by the FBI He has yet. not. I'm sure that's coming soon. So now, yeah. now Deuce is going to pummel everybody, I mean, t- uh, the White House <laughs> press secretary, into complete silence by asking the question, what we're asking now, if he takes it serious, right, right. can the president even be trusted? Yeah. So here we go. How can President Biden be trusted moving forward with America's secrets? Because his lawyers, his team did the right thing. But he had a closet with he, classified his information lawyers in did it. The, the lady right sitting next to him. Again, again. Can't believe again, he did. He was right surprised thing? that the records were there. He spoke to this personally. He was surprised that the, that the records were there. And when his lawyers found out and his team found out that they were there, uh, they turned it over to their archives. And now okay. it's being reviewed by the Department of Justice. Do you know when this was actually discovered? Mm-hmm. Do you know when it was discovered? Mm-hmm. It was a few days before the midterm election, and we're just now hearing about it. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Like, any time <clears throat> something going on during Trump's administration, it would be leaked, mm-hmm. like, immediately <clears throat> and at adva- yeah. advantageous times for people on the left. It's so crazy that it just now is coming <laughs> this out. This is zany. Wow. Yeah. I'm going. shocked. It's, a, it's, it's all happenstance. No one be judgmental. <laughs> well, Ricky said he was he was surprised. He did, Greg. Thank you. Of course, you. we're yeah. supposed to say, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Y'all the, found those? I'm not even You know what? At. Trump. Trump may have been surprised too. Yeah, he the, might have. I don't know how he got here at Mar-a-Lago. The timing of this coming out, though, and then the fact how leaky the uh, Trump administration, what not Trump's administration, <clears throat> but for people that want to say that the deep state doesn't exist, this doesn't help that situation. It it, it shows the deep state does exist. It is bu- bureaucrats in these positions that are left-leaning, and they are leaking things that Go against people on the right. It's just we we're seeing it happen. Yep. So now we move to the next topic, and that's the wonderful job that uh, PD <laughs> Buttigieg is doing uh, <laughs> when he shows up. Yeah, right. So now we're we're going to be asked if there's confidence uh, in Secretary Buttigieg after the debacle, as Bubba thankfully warned the nation uh, about uh, what had happened with the canceling of flights and, you know, this thing with the South. Thank you, all the emails, yeah. people thanking me yeah. for letting them know. Southwest Airlines, all these things. It doesn't look like if you're if you're over transportation, this is not looking real good. That you're, It seems to be all – and I saw Buttigieg's answer yesterday. It was terrible. Yeah, you know, we just – we uh, things like this, we learning learning – about things, computer glitch. Yeah, you th- this this actually helps us now to know what to do in this situation, all that. So now uh, the press secretary will be asked if President Biden still has confidence in Buttigieg. Here we go. First, does President Biden have confidence in Transportation Secretary Buttigieg? Yes. Why? Because Secretary Buttigieg is a uh, is he respects. Uh, the secretary and the work that he has been doing. Uh, you have seen the secretary on TV. You have, heard, you have spoke, probably spoken to him uh, yourself, and they are doing everything that they can to make sure that the experience uh, that uh, Americans have uh, uh, is a good one. That's why they've held the uh, airlines uh, accountable. You've Mm-hmm. So, this is the biggest. You know what this is like. <laughs> I want you. To, I want you to say to me, "You're now my coach, okay, Bubba?" And I play left offensive tackle. 
And your quarterback is getting killed. Mm-hmm. I mean getting killed over yeah. and over again. Right. And I, my response to you is, well, I'm trying to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how, how, much, how much longer are you going to let me stay Let me there? tell you, I think probably Buttigieg's uh, shining moment was when right after COVID uh, had hit and we had all the supply chain issues, which we still have, but it's better than it was. And all of that was just devastating. You know, we had ships that couldn't get into the harbors, you know, all that. And and he was on maternity leave. Mm -mm. Do you remember that? Oh, my goodness. Why'd you remind me of that? I'd finally gotten through my life, got that behind me, I thought. Seriously. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What is this world? What in the world is this? Where's our male uh, secretary of transportation? He's on maternity leave. Wow. Um, all right. Then, so I'm sorry. To yeah, pile go ahead. On here. Pile on. I'm sorry to pile go on. Go ahead. Spear into the pile, Adler. Go here, ahead. Here's the picture, and they're mm-hmm. both posing in a hospital <clears throat> bed mm-hmm. as if. As if someone. Delivered a, like somebody something. needed a procedure. You know what that is? You know what that is? And I don't mean to be cruel. You know what that is? That's grown men playing pretend. That's yeah. what that is. And, and that's silly. If you want to adopt some kids, that's fine. But please don't act like that y'all, y'all, you're up there. And um, don't act like we did it. No, you didn't do that in you that did, kind of way. Yeah, yeah. 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 You didn't have you're, a physical act right. in this, you're, other than going to pick up somebody somewhere. Yeah, your spouse did not have to go in a hospital bed. And that's usually and, and lay in there with with babies like they that their partner birthed them. Right? And, and and usually that's the physical problems with that is why you have maternity. Like that is correct. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. So we're going we're gonna to move on, but I know many times, and I, I, I really appreciate when this opportunity presents itself, is when we have a topic and we can show you that these this is another topic that really there shouldn't be Democrat, Republican, moderate, independent. Some things are just right and some things are just wrong. We covered a big one last hour. But this thing with the president and these classified documents, as Bubba has said, and we agree and say with him, if classified documents being treated irresponsibly are bad for Trump, then they're also bad for Biden. If it's not that big a deal, then it's not that big a deal for Trump, and it's not that big a deal for Biden. Well, it's not just Peter Ducey. Uh, Ed O'Keefe of CBS News is about to take the press secretary to task over this very same thing, and he too will use the president's own words to ask her why we're not abiding by them. So here is Ed O'Keefe, CBS, on the same topic about the documents. I can tell you is that I'm not going to go beyond what the president laid out. I'm not going to go beyond what my White House uh, counsel colleagues have stated. I would refer you to them for any other specifics or additional information. I want to be prudent here. Uh, I want to make sure that we do this in the appropriate way. We're going to ask them because that's our job. I understand, and and my job is to answer your questions. So here we go. Let's go. We ask this is because on like day two of this administration, when he swore all of you in, the president said, quote, I'm going to make mistakes. When I make them, I'll acknowledge them, and I'll tell you, and I'll need your help to help me correct them. So you're the one here talking to us about this. That's why we're asking you. So let's just remember that. 
Uh, uh, when he was asked yesterday. We don't need to have this. We work very well together. We, do. I don't, we don't need to have this don't kind of confrontation. Yet. Ask your question, and I will answer well, them the best the that reason, I can. Part of the reason we're laying that out is because you're laying out your part of the job. We're laying out our part of the job. I know, but I'm just saying question. that we don't we need to have contention. You don't need to be contentious with me here, Ed. The president was asked yesterday, but did not answer this part of the question. Why didn't he or someone in the White House inform the American people when these documents were discovered on November 2nd? Did it have anything to do, because people are asking this part of it, did it have anything to do with the fact that the election was just a few days away? Again, Ed, this is under review by the Department of Justice. It is literally under review right now. As we are, as as I as I am talking to you, it is under review. So I'm not going to uh, get beyond the process. I'm not going to get beyond what the president said. Look. The White House Counsel, my colleagues in the White House Counsel, laid out a very detailed uh, information about uh, what this particular issue on Monday. You all have that. I'm just not going to get beyond that. The Department of Justice is independent, as you know. They're they're huh. doing a review, and I want to be prudent here. And it would be more appropriate. It would be more appropriate for my colleagues in the White House Counsel's to, to uh, office to address uh, this. Then we walk into the briefing room, and we hope they can come soon to discuss this. But there's another thing. There was nothing stopping the President of the United States from disclosing the discovery of these classified documents in his former office before it was under Justice Department review. What so I can tell you, what I can tell you oh, right now is what real the president is, is, is uh, wow. share with you what the president said to all of you, right? Which is he was surprised by this. He definitely, truly respects uh, the process here. Uh, and also when it comes to classified, he takes classified documents very seriously. And uh, again, I'm going to leave you to the information that the president provided to all of you. And also uh, just yesterday in front in front of many of you or your colleagues and also what my White House counsel uh, uh, colleague shared on Monday. This, the leaders of the Senate Intelligence Committee today, like they did after the raid at Mar-a-Lago, have asked that the director of national intelligence conduct a national security assessment of this Yep. Apparent discovery of classified information. Has the president asked for one, or are you I, aware of I the would, and I? I would refer you to Department of Justice here. It, this is again. Department this of is. Justice doesn't handle national security. I would refer you to Department <laughs> of Justice for this particular issue. Ed O'Keefe's eating her up. Yeah. On whether the Office wow. of Director of National would, Intelligence is I conducting would, a national security. When it comes to the review that we are currently speaking of right now of these classified documents, I would refer you to Department of Justice. You know what? You know what you just saw. Do you remember that this time? Is, this is a journalist actually doing their job. I, I haven't seen it so long. I don't know what to do. I know. Uh, no wonder we're teaching when the it's revelation. Not Peter Ducey. I know. Right. Yeah. Let me. Let me. How just, relieved was he? I know. Really. Just, I bet he was like, yes. "Thank you." But the watch. Here, here was her response. It's and, just so embarrassing. They can't even put up with it. Anymore. And Greg, if you remember this, God rest his soul, and we say his name every time one of our office chairs falls oh, backward. Yeah. Jeff Jeff Burgess. Yep. We were at we were we were laying to rest one of the the patriarchs of the Burgess family, one of my grandfather's many brothers, and it was one of his brothers. He had many brothers and sisters, and I started. We started getting a little, having a little fun at Jeff Burgess's expense. Yeah. And he looked at me and Greg, and he said, "What's this Burgess on Burgess crime?" <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed he to be illegal. He said, "We're supposed That's to be a great quote. And look, and here's That's what happened. That. 
She looked at O'Keefe and said, "What? Hey, what? What are you, an empty skimp? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, I mean, what are you turning on me for? You're supposed to help me." Yeah. And she didn't like it, did she? No. no. Ed, I don't know why we're. Ha- well, why is it going like this? What why are, are you being a journalist, Ed? <laughs> well, you're not supposed. You're supposed to get in line. It, you it know what? It's so hypocritical. Even CBS's Ed O'Keefe can't let it go. Right. It doesn't have to be contentious. Right. But if you won't answer the question, and look, I'm all right with her saying. You know, this is way above me. People don't talk to me about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just I just come in here and read the briefing sheets. And, and you know, I mean, that's tr- the well, truth. Br- bring somebody with you that's that can. And this was before the second batch was discovered in another location. CBS. I can't wait for today. Listen, <laughs> CBS said, not Fox, not, what's the other one, Newsmax? Newsmax. So not, not uh, whoever... Took over Russia's show, not Hannity, not not <laughs> Tucker, Travis. yeah, whatever. And, and, Travis and yeah, Buck that's Sexton. right. I can never remember yeah. the, how the order of that. But anyway, so see, ours flows, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> see, it, but anyway, so um, and we do the show in the same location all together. The uh, listen, but listen to this. So, so what CBS said is the president said that we should hold him accountable and help him fix problems when he makes mistakes. He said that, we're, so so don't don't think our questioning is unreasonable. That we're doing what y'all told us to do. I want to know if if we're going to raid these places like we did Trump. Mm-hmm. And then she said, and then he said, well that, 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 that well, they're not in charge of that. And then he said, I want to know uh, if he says he's taking these things. You know why why did y'all not tell us on mm-hmm. De- on November second? Is it because of the midterms? That was CBS asked those three questions. Right. CBS asked those yeah. three questions. So th- that's how saying one thing and doing another this is. It's inconsistent, and even Ed O'Keefe's mad about it. Right, but Joey Behar says he's a good man, Rick, so he's going to be all right. Let me give you one thing to kind of ruin our fun right now. <laughs> okay, there is one option. Okay, and I think that I, if I was in the Democratic Party, this would be my strategy. You hate when we tell them what they should do, but don't. This seems obvious, yeah, I see and this saying. could be the beginning of it. I see what you're saying. They must destroy Biden. Mm-hmm. If he runs again, the Democratic Party is really in trouble. Yeah. As far as the, he he's such a liability right now. Yeah, that's the key word, liability. Yeah, that that they may decide we can't protect him anymore. Let's <laughs> let's let's get on board with something that he needs to be removed, mm-hmm. where he can't run again. Yeah. Now, don't miss that. Now, now, in that glorious time period, we're going to see actual journalism, okay? But yeah. their motivation still may not be as wonderful as we, as we wished it was. Yeah, I think that, I on think yeah. it's I on think, the table. I think if I'm if I'm a leader of that group, I try to somehow prevent Biden from running without destroying the party. I somehow present uh, prevent Hillary Clinton from running without destroying the party, and I try to get my new my new face. In and that's the the governor of California, and not talk about how he's messed that state up. Right, that's and my I, best. Chance. And I may try one more time, <laughs> even though she's making so much money, we can't get her interested. I might try Michelle Obama one more time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think they I think they want the governor of California. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be their man. Phone calls are next. Y'all want to talk to the people? Sure. The people. The people. Let's bring them in here. All 10 lines are available. You don't have to talk about this. You can talk about whatever you want to. 
Uh, ask a comment. I make a comment. Ask a question. I put that together in one phrase. Your phone calls are next. Eight six six. We be big. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, so a couple of things uh, that we want to talk about. Did you see, and Greg, you said it in the kickoff hour, and you uh, will be correct, we're going to see a ton of this now. I was laughing at Babylon B. This all goes back to the COVID vaccine mandates. You made me take it or I lose my job. Uh, Babylon B having fun, saying they like that the military finally uh, took uh, that requirement away after all the conservatives have been removed from the military. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was funny. But today, Bubba, ESPN, uh, former ESPN employees suing the company over the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine requirement. And where all this is coming from is forcing, there it is, and, and private companies have the right to do this if, if they can, you know, but the, here's a problem coming up, forcing them to choose between their employment uh, or this is the one violation of their religious beliefs. Some people with their religious beliefs mean you know they don't do uh, medicines and they don't do vaccines and and uh, they they were they were ordered to do this if they wanted to retain their livelihoods and they're they're the they're saying in their lawsuit that this imposed a substantial burden uh, on them. And and also uh, they didn't have the ability to conduct themselves um, in in accordance with their religious beliefs. Now this is where, where everybody's going to have a real problem too in these vaccine mandates, and we'll see how it works out legally because that's really all that matters, not our feelings. Right. But um, the one of the problems you're having is remember the the COVID vaccine. You were you were ostracized for deciding not to take it. Because and I heard another deal with this yesterday with a guy I didn't expect to have this view. It kind of surprised me, but I guess if you look deeper in his life, I guess it doesn't. But you were told that not to do it. Remember what we were told. We were told not to do it if you didn't do it. It wasn't your freedom of choice, which we hear a lot about. Right. Because it's not about you. Of course, that you got a problem there too on the other issue. <laughs> uh, it's not about you. You're being mean to other people. Because we were being told that if we would all just get vaccinated, we wouldn't get it and we wouldn't pass it on to other people. Which was bad info. Of course, that turned out not to be true. Right. Uh, look, this shot on its best day is going to possibly be deemed a treatment that maybe helped you in severity, maybe, maybe not. And, and older folks yeah, and people right. with compromised yeah. immune system, mm-hmm. it, it probably did more good for them than anybody. So I won't go into the speculation there. <clears throat> right. Why don't right. we just go to the fact? Yes or no, have any of these vaccines, boosters, or anything, have they proven that they'll keep you from contracting it or passing no, it. No, it's, it's so that's a no. No, it won't do that. So now someone's gonna say, so you you told me I had to compromise my religious beliefs over something that wouldn't even do what you said it would do. Hmm. So how was I made to do that or leave? Well, uh, Rick, you, you know the the legal guys are working both sides of the aisle. Of course, on this. of course, um, and and making the argument that their side is absolutely correct, but. Um, it gets complicated. Um, th- them working for ESPN may have a more difficult case than people who work for the government, right. because I think that would, uh, I think the government's violating of that is is at a higher level than a 
private company telling an employee what they have to right. do. Right, that's a different deal. It, it, is. it, it is. It's two yeah. different categories. It, it so is. that that yeah. may be tougher. And but you're going to see, we're going to have this is going to be litigated for a decade, mm-hmm. and it's just only begun. And you know the drug manufacturers got a pass that they you know because they were saying, look, we're we're speeding this to market. We we're having to cut through some of the normal years of testing we do so we can't be held responsible. And the government and the Congress gave them a pass on that. But what they didn't give them a pass on was to falsify information they were getting. And that's where some of them are being caught and, right. and challenged now. So you've answered my it's, question. It's like the tobacco company knowing Bingo. Bingo. that nicotine was addictive and knowing that smoking was causing cancer and then saying publicly, no, it's not. So when they knew and they had documented cases. That's the key. So, this, so, yeah, go ahead, Greg. This particular case, they're they're uh, uh, suing over religious beliefs, right? That right. Forced yeah, to yeah, that's right. But but, but on the which stuff, is separate too. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing going forward. Thank you, Greg. So the thing going forward. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, the the thing going. Lost my voice for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing going forward is what <clears throat> Bubba said. Let's talk about this. God forbid, Bubba. God forbid. Let's talk about some of the horrible things you and I today, you just read in an email concerning children. We had one of the people who worked on the mRNA technology say loud and clear before he was canceled and removed from all society, I worked on it. It has some benefits. I think if you're immune compromised or elderly, it can do you some good. Right. And he said, not these words, I'm paraphrasing, but this was his point, no way I give it to children. Dr. Robert Malone. Children do not need it. It would only do them harm versus the good. He's one of the patent holders right. for that technology. I would not give it to children. Well, right. what did we get? Then we get the big PR campaign. We played some of here Oh, on the they're show. doing it now, man. They are it, just it, trying it, to you, vaccinate you kids as fast as they can You are a terrible parent. You don't even care about your mm-hmm. kids. They should be taken from you. If you don't get it, give them all the vaccines and all the boosters. Now, to Bubba's point, when some of this, and, and some people are suggesting it has already started to happen, if some of this goes south and children have bad, bad reactions to this experimental, these experimental treatments, and we got emails today that that, that, that this is. I'm going to share that email that, in a minute, Rick, that, that it, this, this is happening. Uh, and if the line can be drawn to that vaccine, and and then Bubba's bigger point, like the tobacco company, and then it can be drawn that they knew these risks exist and they withheld it, all under the let's move some vaccines. If that if that can be proven, then it's going to be just like the the price the tobacco companies had to pay because it wasn't. It wasn't that tobacco ended up being bad for people. Who would ever thought that? Uh, or that nicotine. <laughs> or how about just taking yeah. smoke into your right. lungs from anything, not yeah. just tobacco, leaves or, or anything else? Uh, or it's not the, good. Or that, nic- or that nicotine had an, uh, an addictive <clears throat> property to it. The problem wasn't that, is that the tobacco companies knew both these things and they, and they hid it from everybody. That's where they got in trouble. So who knows what's ahead uh, but I can tell you, uh, mandates and some of the propaganda and pressure concerning some of these treatments, if, if, if some of these side effects accusations begin to stick and then grow in numbers, it, it's, it, there's, there's a mess ahead of us, and there's going to be all kinds of legal wrangling, yeah. and, uh, and sadly, 
um, sick people. And so, and again, while many people have had their children vaccinated, I'm not I'm not saying mm, that no. that's not your right to no, do so. No. I mean, you have to make that choice. We all make choices as parents, oh, uh, yeah. considering all the health the of our kids all the time. All the time. But we can't deny that some of these things are showing up. And you know, I've got I've got several of these kind of things today. I, I was going to try to kind of roll into a second. Well, we can do it next because we, we just opened that door. And, and speaking of just young kids being vaccinated, England, Sweden, Finland, Norway, Denmark, they do not offer. They stopped offering and they stopped recommending these mRNA vaccines to healthy young children. And meanwhile, the United States pushing com- it. Yeah, and, the, and the commercials keep rolling. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Before we jump into this, Bubba, I want to be as as responsible as we can be. What we're about to do, we don't want to. These are emails. These people give us credentials. We assume the credentials are are solid. Um, it's a conversation that that everybody's having, whether they want to admit it or not. We really don't know. Uh, but you know, I just don't. I want to be responsible. We're not trying to be alarmist or anything like that. But but we're also not going to act like that. We're we're not getting some of these emails and some of this information, right? I mean, yeah, and look, that, how full, we frame full disclaimer. Fra- frame full this. disclaimer. You, I mean, it's an email from a person. I'm just sharing it with you. That's all. Yeah. We're this this is not proof. It's not a study. It's not this, it's not that. It's just feedback that we get from people. And I think it's interesting to to discuss and to know about. It doesn't it's not dropping the hammer on anything. But a, but a couple of them here you, you see some trends running together. Um, this email comes from, uh, uh, Donna Tidwell and she says in light of discussion of today's show, I thought this article might be interesting to you. And, uh, it's, uh, uh we can put a link to it, uh, if you would like to, it's about Amer- from the American Heart Association and they publish a study confirming that, uh, mRNA vaccines may contribute to myocarditis. Am I saying that right? I can't. I can't say that. Pretty close, by the way. Close. Adders on it. Myocarditis. Myocarditis. Thank you. <laughs> I've avoided that word <laughs> yeah, for it's, two it's not, years now. It's not my wheelhouse. Uh, and she and she sent a link to this and said, "Here's an excerpt. The AMA study seems to back research by the Florida Department of Health that found that mRNA vaccines are associated with an 84 percent increase in cardiac related." adverse effects among males 18 to 39 years old. Right. Now, cardiac-related could also be stroke and, and that kind of sure. thing. Sure. Uh, it may also lead to answers from a recent disturbing trend of seemingly young, healthy adults suffering, in some cases dying from heart issues. Dr. Robert Malone, who we talked about before, one of the, R, uh, one of the mRNA pioneers mentioned in the article was recently on a program with Joni Lamb, wife of Marcus Lamb, saying he has learned that the spike protein may very well be unsafe for many people and definitely unsafe for children. He strongly disagrees with everything uh, some of the other uh, articles have said about the vaccine and uh, said he wished he had not gotten the vaccine because uh, sufficient safety studies were not done before it was pushed on the general population. But remember, we had people dying, Rick. It was the, the general population was demanding a vaccine. So that's what you have to do. 
Um, the suppression and cancellation of reputable doctors who disagreed with the safety message being pushed by Fauci and the big pharma in the early stages of the COVID pandemic was a huge red flag that something was wrong. These same doctors tried to tell the public that they were early interventions that had cured thousands of patients uh, with COVID. They were silenced and explained in the article and were basically told a lie that the vaccine was the only way that you could survive this pandemic. Right. And we know that. And we know that did not turn out to be true. I'm not going to say this this lady's name. Uh, She may want to come on later and and discuss this. But Uh, that, what you said, a listener sent us an article, and and it was from the American Heart Association? Well, they... They're part of it. Okay. I'll put it that way. Okay. We can put the link up. Okay. Um, Rick and Bubba love the show half for years. Um, I have to tell you this. Um, and, and she goes in um, and, and states her medical credentials. Okay. Um, she does work with organ donation. Um, and, I, and I'll leave it at that for right now. Um, she said that... Um, during the 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 COVID rush that was going on, you know, organ donation was still going on also. Sure. And it was a very busy and hectic time. Um, she said that she decided to keep a notebook of what I thought was COVID vaccine correlated deaths. It got so full that I had to stop keeping track. She said one of these came from a six-year-old, mm. um, and she describes the case as had a headache ever since getting the COVID vaccine booster, complained about his headache for three days. His mother sent him to school anyway, and he had a stroke while playing on the playground. Um, six-year-old said, stroke. She said, in all my years of dealing with organ donation, I have never heard of a six-year-old dying of a stroke first time ever she said the little boy became an organ donor and was taken off a ventilator three days later mm. this is only one of many vaccine related stories i could tell you she said and her and this is her words not mine this covid vaccine is killing people and especially children and again that that's and I, she that's, could be that, anybody but right. it it Based on where email come from, it it looks like this is valid. Yeah, and, and we may try to have her on later to talk about. And it she and did let offer her, that. let you hear it firsthand. And she offered that, so maybe yeah. Rick and Bubba University podcast or whatever or on the show, maybe we could talk to her about that. So I think we have to be cautious on both sides of all this. But what I, I wish we would all agree on is we really don't need to silence anyone. We need to critically think, and we need to hear information. Dissenting opinion from everybody should be heard, including in any of this. including yeah. those that would counter her and say, "I defend yeah. Yeah. giving it to children, and here's why I defend it, and here's where I think that what she's suggesting is flawed." It, it, it really this used to be very common that we would openly discuss right. things, and we would go back and forth, and we would come to a conclusion. 
But now we're living in a time of there can only be one narrative, and anyone who opposes that narrative is 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 attacked, destroyed, and wiped off the face of the earth. I'll be we, honest with you. It, that, that's what that's what fascists do. Yeah, that that was the most disturbing to me about this because I look, I'm not a scientist. I can't go in the laboratory and prove, don't be so hard on yourself. Prove or disprove this. Right. Okay, I have to trust people that I yeah. I believe in and and publish stories and people My, I talk we, to. We vet them out, yeah. see if they're a credible source. And, and again. If you are a parent and your children got these, we're not. This is not an indictment no, of you. No. All I'm we're saying not sounding is sounding an alarm. Yeah, or anything all like I'm that. saying is you need to note that and be careful. Every time any of us take any member of our family to the hospital, or we ourselves go to the hospital, what do they always tell you? Here's the risk. Mm-hmm. We think the risks are worth it based on what we think this can do for you. But there are these risks. I don't know why it's bad form to do the same thing with these vaccines. Here's your, here's your risk. Here's some things we've studied. Here's some case studies. Uh, as your doctor, I still suggest you do it. Or as your doctor, I suggest that probably you don't need it. It's not worth the risk. Isn't that the way we've always done? And, and, I, and I'll give I you. Mean, I'll why give you why a, are we not doing that now? I'll give you a fact going the other way because we're not anti-vax we are pro discussing all the facts i'm 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 for vaccinations being done wisely and and uh, safely and safely a doctor who i trust very much i talked to during this and he said in our hospital right now 90 percent of the people who are here for covid are unvaccinated yeah and see that 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 speaks volumes too right but the children i think may be a totally different issue yeah rick and bubba rick and bubba but anyway, here's some uh, some clips. Uh, first of all, you got to start always with Peter Ducey. Uh He is talking to the press secretary Jean um, Jean Jean. I can't remember her name. Uh, but anyway, she, she's going to be um, Pierre something. Uh, Marine Jean Pierre. Mm, so anyway, AJP. yeah. So she she is going to be asked by Deuce. Uh, uh, what, what what did the president? Uh, want to see what was really going on, or was this going to be some just vacation trip? Uh, so h- here we go. And just one more. Why didn't President Biden want to see what's really going on at the border? He did see exactly what's going on at the border. He didn't talk to any migrants, and he didn't go anywhere that people actually cross illegally. Why not? But he also, but he met, uh, he went to the, mi- the Migrant Center, which was a, a critical, pl- critical place no, no, to boy. be when you think about the partners uh, who, who are uh, our partners who are helping uh, support uh, the migrants on the ground there. Uh, there happened to be no migrants at the facility at the time that he visited. Imagine. But let's, but let's. El Paso has been crushed. The shelters are full. There are overflow migrants sleeping in the streets, and then it's just a coincidence that suddenly the president shows up and. Well, let me talk about what's going on in El Paso, right? El Paso uh, did go down significantly prior to the president's visit uh, by about seventy percent, and that's a good thing, Peter. That's a good thing that we we've seen the, the numbers go down and. That is something that uh, we should be saying, okay, that's a good job there. Uh, it has helped ease pressure all across the community, but the present visit uh, uh, had nothing to do with it. Uh, and so, look, again, uh, we went to, he went to a migrant center. Uh, he went to one of the busiest port of entry, which is in El Paso. Uh, and, uh, and so 
the president got to see. He went to the border. He got to see for himself. Talking to, we've always been very clear that we were going to. He was going to talk to the people on the ground uh, who is who who's working on the border. Wow. Oh, I, wow. Let it go. Oh well, he had a response about how oh, how just down the way or whatever where they crossing in and all that. He didn't see any of that. Or okay. I think that's in this. Uh-uh. Uh, and that's what you saw. You saw him meet with uh, the CBP. Uh, you saw him meet with partners on the ground, time, as though. I just stated, uh, <laughs> who deal with migrants and their families. And the president also is going to continue to call on uh, Congress to take action. Look, the president has been doing the work. Uh, and if you think about the record funding, mm, he has done uh, he has done more than any prior re- prior president to secure the border and build a safe, orderly, <laughs> and humane immigration system. And that's what the president has been able to do. We've got twenty three thousand agents. Yeah, sorry, it's not in this one. I'm sorry. Okay, but he, he right. does. There's a little bit of back and forth on mm-hmm. on selecting where he was. So now mm-hmm. the president, uh, Baba of Mexico, yeah. Andres <laughs> Manuel Lopez Obrador. Uh, will now say to Joe Biden uh, the following statement, and I want you to, to yeah, listen. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand mm. this. I wish someone could help me get, get my arms around this. Okay, here we go. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that... We thank you for that, sir. Um, Bubba, wow. why would I, as the president of a country that wants to be sovereign, that won't, doesn't want everybody leaving, why would I be celebrating that this president's made it easier for my citizens to leave? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Um, is the position of the Mexican government, thank you for letting everybody leave? Right. I, I, you don't not- want us to secure the border? I'm not following what they're saying, or maybe they are. Maybe they're saying we don't want these people; these are uh, undesirable glad. in our society, and we want to pawn them off on you. Thank you for taking them. Thank you. I, I don't know. Thank I'm, you I'm for asking. letting all the. Understand. Thank you for letting all the fentanyl leave our country and go into yours. Right. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, Wouldn't Mexico look at this as our country is bleeding to death, and we want to stop the bleeding? You you would think. So next, or is he glad that there's going to be so much Mexican influence in the United States? I mean, I'm just yeah, trying to understand. Yeah, if if you know, like with the transfer portal, when right. players are leaving mm-hmm. in droves, it it appears to be negative for the for the team. You would think, right? Or the person, and, and but most of them yeah. team, yeah. yeah. I mean, or, you know, in your business. It doesn't look good if people don't want to play there. It doesn't look good if people don't want to be in your country. Or or in in your company, if everybody's leaving. You go, what what are we doing wrong here? Why can't we hold and, you know, retain workers? Biden. Uh, uh, I I just don't understand. Maybe there's a logical reason, but I, I I don't understand it. Somebody help me. Biden now will tell everybody, as usual, as any Democratic president will do, all of this is the Republicans' fault. And it's the Republicans' fault, but listen to why he says it's the Republicans' fault. Again, not understanding. Our Republican friends and some few Democrats are very critical of what's going on on the border, but yet refuse to even look at the detailed document I submitted for the Congress to consider to reform the process completely. 
amnesty bill. Yeah, yeah. It, it's basically called the amnesty bill, right? And that would make everybody here a citizen, no matter how you got here. If you broke the law, congratulations, we're rewarding you with being a citizen. But the day we do that, we have yeah. tens of thousands of more coming yeah. over. It doesn't yeah. fix the problem. President, the reason why people oppose it, if, if you say if you can get here, we'll make you a citizen, i just going to let you in on something, uh, C student from Calhoun County here. That means the border will be flooded with people piling in because they think all they have to do is get here. Yeah. I mean, that, that uh, only co- every time they think there's about to be an amnesty thing, you just see massive, massive numbers coming from not only Mexico, but, uh, you know, Guatemala and all the other places. Um, so I don't understand how they think this is good. I, I don't, again, and I'm sure there's some, I may disagree with it, some logical mm-hmm. look at this, but it appears to me the, the Mexican president would be insulted if we build a wall. I mean, yes. if we, if we don't, build right. It, yeah, that's what they's trying I mean, to if say. If we put it up, that's bad. The fact that Biden hasn't put any up good. Thank you. Yes. Now watch Biden get distracted by airplanes <laughs> as the president of Mexico is talking about destroying fent- fentanyl labs. Here we go. Of those uh, chemical go, go substances. Please look, Greg. And we are destroying labs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Walter the puppet looking up. The. Unbelievable. Wow. Well, hey, look at that airplane. Well, it, it was a little close. It, it, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but hey, Mexico wants you to know. Look, we're all over this fentanyl thing. Yeah. It, let me ask you this: If you follow this line of thinking, if everybody in Mexico wants to come to the U.S., wants to be an American citizen, which Biden is offering in this in this uh, proposal, why don't we just take over the northern part of Mexico Damn. and make it a sure. state? Yeah, and then that solves both problems. I thought everybody right? was mad at us for the last time we did that. Right. I, I, so I'm trying. Somebody help me. So, uh, callers, uh, help me out. Why? Why would the president of Mexico like the idea of everybody leaving? Do they go and send money back to your economy? I mean, I, I'm trying to understand. I think the wall is probably just an insult. The wall itself symbolizes Mexico's is not as good. People are trying to get into America. So since Biden has not built a wall, that shows Mexico's just. But you're bleeding to death. How do you propose to stop it? Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba. Bubba, let me be the first to congratulate you on making it to five full shows in one week. Rick, it's been tough, but we're glad to be back working five days a week. And, of course, we will enjoy and celebrate that on Friday. All tomorrow on the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.